Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello and welcome to Business Lines State of Economy podcast on marketing and branding. In today's episode we look at the issue of logo rejigs and identity refreshes. This year we've seen PepsiCo refresh its logo and visual identity and it was received really well. closer home however when air india went for a identity refresh and new livery it evoked strong criticism since this is such a risky thing for brands to do are there any rules and principles companies should follow to find out we have with us shiv shiv kumar operating partner at advent international and one of the finest management thinkers in india and also we have darshan gandhi who's the global head of design at godrej consumer products limited uh, so let's start without much ado we've seen several brands doing identity and logo refreshes this year while it is understandable for legacy companies to do so and to be in sync with new consumers and also when there are mergers etc it is kind of imperative but we've also seen young startups like bombay shaving company going for a logo refresh so is the life cycle of a logo and an identity coming down in regard with the the rule of any rule of change or a cycle i i don't think there is any any particular rule i think it's absolutely contextual like you mentioned but in this particular mass identity changes that we are seeing nowadays uh, and that's happening today is a reflect i think from from my point of view it's a reflection of a collective human race evolution that we are all going through uh we view and consume large world view through a very tiny window in our hands in through our mobile phones and thumbnails and so many mediums have changed so many conversations are changing um especially post pandemic uh and everything is overwhelmingly intense and cluttered socially culturally psychologically physically and there's a lot of culture that we are all exposed to now that earlier we were not and i think um, you know there's a fear of getting lost in everything that is so noisy and it sort of calls for a stop or a start or a refresh button you know and i believe that these changes in a way are reflective and revolutionary uh, because it is asking all of that's happening with us is asking to reset our values and purpose and ideologies in in this world you know which is demanding a collective goodness and clarity because there's so much out there and i think uh, this is probably the core reason and the factors why companies are right now getting into changing and reflecting into their intent in meeting this demands of changing world and people um investors uh mainly pushed by technology sustainability equality inclusivity so that's where i think it is for me and then of course everybody's interpretation and challenges remains contextual in that case okay shiv yeah so i want to go back uh, chitra and start by asking ourselves when did the concept of a logo or a design ever come about it first came about with royalty king henry 1 of england in 1127 gave his son in law an emblem a family emblem it was gold with some four uh, flowers or something like that there are a first sign to say families owned a certain symbol or a design to identify 
one family from the other and they would wear it on their apparel or whatever it is. The second instance and more important instance which actually led the revolution globally was the coat of arms. The coat of arms was issued in the army in the 12th century in Northern Europe. And the reason why they issued the coat of arms is interesting because when a soldier or a knight is completely covered in armor, you cannot identify him. So that's the reason in 12th century Northern Europe, they introduced the coat of arms. And these principles have come to brands over years. A brand by definition is an intangible item. And as uh, Darshan mentioned, we live in an attention deficit world. So you need quick recognition of your brand, whichever way it is. So first you have a brand name, which is written in the font or the style of today or tomorrow. You constantly update it. Then you have a logo, which you update constantly. So if you look at Nokia's logo over 150 years, it changed. You look at GE's logo over 150 years, it changed. You look at BMW's logo over 100 years, it changed. So it keeps getting more contemporary all the time. And the final part is a sentence recognition of what you do. There are good and bad examples, and I'll cover the bad examples later. And also the color scheme of combination that you use for your brand. These four, which is the brand name written in a contextual format for today, the color, okay, the, the symbol or the logo that you have, and finally, the sentence mark that you have. These four combine together to make for instant recognition of an intangible uh, entity called a brand. So this is where it started. And I believe as people have more attention deficit, these will become more important. It's like a quick you know, oh, that's my familiar Colgate, that's my familiar Apple, that's my familiar Air India. It's a quick, you know, it's a quick sign. Because finally, brands are time-saving devices. Yeah, thank you, Shiv. Good historical context there. So uh, many of the identity refreshes do not really go down well with customers. I mean, especially, of course, there will always be some customers who resist change. But how can companies take consumer along, especially when, you know, they have no uh, other choice but to change, like Philips changing to Vasumi is a case in point. So how can brands take customers along? Well, my, um, my simple and sweet answer to that is it's very hard. It's always going to be very hard to please customers because I think the core reason for identity or a logo change um, it's a signal of organization reinvigorating their core values and purposes, of course, in 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 uh, line with what consumer wants. But it's also more than consumers, I think, them going through that process of kind of recalibrating, you know, what is it that they need to do differently to engage with their customers in the right way. And that is true to their own DNAs of the company. So, to me, identity change is more an inside out change and it's more important to their internal people and investors and shareholders because it's a signal that you need to do things differently as an organization and you need to inculcate different values that responds to a larger social economical changes. And it's a big loud message first to themselves as a reminder of the shifts as a mark of a positive progressive change. And it's vital time for companies, you know, these are times which are so sensitive in the companies and it's so vital for them to reflect why they need to do this differently. 
and then customer is there as back of their mind but the idea is not necessary to please the customer of, of the finally all that with a think of how they aesthetically represent to customers and aesthetics are important to make sure that it's it's conveying what they want to say in the smallest little size of that 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 uh, logo and emblem uh there is go- always going to be some sort of a resistance you know or uh to customers when change happens there will always be a mixed responses but i think eventually um what companies do in their action how they change their products and services what is the narrative what is the communicating with consumer has a larger uh chance of engaging consumer and taking them along rather than depending on you know solely on a aesthetic property uh which can sometimes be very subjective uh and it should actually be organization called then you know tested by consumer is what i believe and mahindra is a great example you know they they probably were the only company that i've seen last they've changed their identity completely from there was they didn't borrow anything particularly from their old legacy but you know uh, when you have such strong purpose of existence and well articulated and the heart is in the right place it is going to fly got it um so it has to also be communicated well right? yes yes yeah. absolutely yeah shiv uh, uh, yeah. i would say that see at any point of time you have to stay contemporary you look at the colgate typeface and advertising of 20 years ago and today it's significantly different much more stylized keeping in tune with today's environment it's specific to changes if you change your business like a number of businesses have a e added to it so let's take the two wheeler companies like hero etc then that visualization and symbol has to be significantly different from what you've done in the past otherwise you'll do your yourself and your business a, a disservice uh, similarly you know important to ask is this change aimed at consolidating with my current customers or it's about bringing in new customers take something like sbi and what they did with yono okay sbi on its own stands for solidity and trust etc but yono has to be a lot more younger a lot more vibrant in order to get a new customer a lot of banks and a lot of bfsi companies and fintech companies are going through this transition right now when they're trying to acquire new customers an old company changing a logo like for example nike has never changed its logo the swoosh however adidas has changed from the flower pattern of adidas to the triangle pattern of adidas in line with the new thinking which is impossible is nothing okay which denotes that uh, peak like way in which they you know signify the three lines so it depends on uh, the business it depends on your customers and it depends on how far you stretch your you know current uh, logo design uh, if you go way too far i think people will uh, resist it uh, again it depends on whether you're going after the current customers or an entirely new bunch of customers and trust me any logo change in the organization is always seen as a top management activity and maybe a few marketing people involved it will always have uh, reactions uh, to and against uh, in the rank and file of the organization okay now let me play uh, the role of a devil's advocate and ask do logos really matter that much for a brand because we've all taken those logo quizzes and some really 
big companies logos we've not recognized i mean people haven't recognized so um if the company's products and the work speaks for itself how important is the identity um no i think logo uh, absolutely does i think it says its own advantage if you you know we human respond better to words and more complex uh, patterns and a symbol and that's what we've been creating for so many years i mean you go back to history you know what we have left our ancestors have left behind is symbols and motifs and uh, you know we communicate much better with those forms and shapes and colors and respond better to that than you know uh, complex write ups so i think logo definitely kind of captures a spirit of uh, if you are able if you've done a good job of it then you know nike swoosh gives me a great reason to buy a shoes because how they've given a meaning to it right now again how you consistently building the symbols how it's seen how how good you are in its execution across the entire ecosystem and value that changes a lot about creating and uh, that memory structures in people but if you do a good job of it definitely is a big asset for you and something that you can um, you can really become a timeless asset for you you know and i think it's a great creative asset and a property uh, that i would definitely look forward to build in anything that i would build in future or even now yeah i would say a logo is very important uh, simply stated uh, chitra you are at the g20 can a country do without a flag okay a flag is a logo in one sense right and all of us through school and college we have tried to identify which flag is which country we identify maybe 20 30 50 we don't identify maybe 20 30 50 that doesn't mean that the flag is irrelevant for a country similarly anything which is visible outside on the street on wherever it is take for example vehicles can a car do without a logo the answer is no because when i see a good car i'd like to see what that car is similarly sports apparel every sport apparel has its logo prominently displayed adidas nike puma every sports team has a logo which is prominently displayed ipl all the 10 teams have their logo prominently displayed airlines all airlines have their coat of arms or equivalent on the tail of a plane so when you are in an airport you can easily make out so because some people cannot identify logos does not mean that the logo is unimportant in fact i would actually go to the extent of saying in your business the news business you actually have a logo along with a tune remember the old doordarshan tune which started at 10 o'clock in the morning when uh, the uh, doordarshan opened or remember the 9 o'clock news okay or the bbc news which comes or the bbc sportscast which comes which comes the, with the popcorn you know audio mnemonic so i think all these are very very important to create a residual image saying oh it's 9 pm i need to tune into news it's 7 am i need to tune into news so i think logos in totality are extremely important for brands good you mentioned the tune part of it shiv because i think in the mobile phone era we've seen absolutely nokia uh, best example yeah. of all <laughs> yeah yeah more and more we've seen more and more companies play with like ringtone or the app like zomato has that uh sound or the netflix sound no the best uh, the best netflix. actually i find is upi chitra okay yeah upi when you pay upi they have a very mm-hmm. clear mnemonic which is fantastic because that is the trust element which consumers need that it's it's done 
Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, Darshan also did mention that uh, when I when talked talking about principles for logo, she says each one is a is a context by itself and has to be treated individually and all. But in the mobile phone era, when there is a lot of sensory branding, sound, and uh, even I mean even uh, a lot of brands are now. Uh, investing in uh, fragrances or like you walk into a hotel and lemon tree you do smell of you do get the smell of lemon and so on so um, how can logos tie in with the entire if you are investing in an entire sensory branding experience how do they tie in you know the visual how will it complement the other elements yeah so it's all uh, these are all your brand identifiers, right? So brand, and I think this slight difference between company, big companies, organizations, and brands, you know, brands operate at a different level than when you talk about larger organizations, because there is a difference in, uh, slight difference, uh, you know, of scale and depth in both of them. When it comes to what you're talking about is more around brands and brand identifiers, and it varies. I mean, the current LG life's good campaign you see they've done a lot of things with the motion and they've tried to bring in a lot of this enduring quality that somewhere I was reading recently that with so much of technology and our interaction becoming high with uh, phones and this apps etc we are missing you know with computer intelligence and human intelligence come together and because we are so used to this small humors and sounds and people and eye contacts, and that's why this emojis and motions, et cetera, we are missing. And you see that now a lot of the brands and designers are realizing that in, in their works to add some of these uh, other identifiers that kind of trigger something in us as humans and, and bring out that enduring qualities. Uh, and I think that's where the future is leading towards, especially on some of the tech uh, and more online uh, digital mediums. And I think over time, because we're consuming a lot of these kind of mediums, we are going to miss a lot of tactile, a lot of fragrance, a lot of sensory experience. And I think you see that shift somewhere, certainly. Great. Um, Shiv, so your final summing up on the future of, uh, uh, you know, this whole identity. Say, Darshan mentioned, the future is unfortunately mobile for most logo designers and marketeers. Okay. I say unfortunate because a lot of people still have not adapted to it. The real is, the costliest real estate is the mobile screen. So you have to develop logos which fit in an app format onto the screen and people don't switch beyond the second screen in most uh, cases. So your logo has to be prominent. It should cue that and it should be easily identifiable on a mobile screen. That's the you know, uh, you know very important part. The second thing you mentioned about the senses. And we explored this in Nokia many, many times to say, how many of the senses can you technically really accentuate? And we found that most brands can at best do three. So let's take Apple. I'm sure most people will not want the Apple taste when they use an Apple product in whichever way okay so taste and smell are very difficult unless if you're in a physical place like a lemon tree and they you know put out agarbattis or whatever it is queuing lemon lemony smell that's fine but for most product categories it's very difficult to get taste and smell into that product category especially if you're a hardware which does not incorporate that imagine if every laptop every time you opened it 
it had an apple fragrance or something unlikely that you'll like it okay so that's what i would say and finally going back to my point on attention deficit logos will become even more important 2 billion people today you know are on shorts the long format is dying for the first time youtube has has posted you know negative results on long format that is the state of the consumer so you have to think of your logos you have to think of audio mnemonic you have to think of the sentence mark you have to think of the color combination everything in the context of an attention deficit consumer that is what all design will come to in a future world thank you great summing up shiv and uh, thank you so much uh, to you and darshan for being on the podcast 